listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Suckers, get your weight up, not your hate up. Jigger man is diesel. When I lift the eight up, y'all ain't ready to work out with the boy. Your flow is brain on drugs. Mine is rap on steroids. I lift every voice when I sing. My ability, make yours look like an exercise in futility. Bring your squad, biceps, triceps, and quads. We don't struggle with undeveloped muscles. Y'all ain't real, that's y'all Achilles heel. Same routine when I see you, know the drill. I spot ya, I lift the weight off the watch of your arm. Remain nice and calm, put down your things. Trinidad of the game, know my way around your ring. No matter how many pounds you bring, sound like the same old thing. ROC is the strongest team fucker. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we are back. And the devil is mad as fuck. Ha <laughs> Uh, we are back in the house on a Tuesday. Uh, ready to get this thing popping. Of course, is the Black Out Tips. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. I mean, everywhere, you know, just where the podcast is at we is out there in these streets getting our podcasting on so you know just make sure you holler at your at your fam um you can also do stuff like leave us five star reviews if you're not too busy this christmas and let us know what you think about the show and if it's nice we'll read it on the air when we do our feedback show isn't that cool Mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme it's a new sports game now can't you see bullet ball the game and bullet ball extreme it's a mix between i can't remember the other game it was like ping pong <laughs> and air hockey <laughs> and that's what and that's the bullet ball that's right made down here in the loo um you guys can also do things like support our sponsor Mm-hmm. this podcast is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say bye get out of my face razor bumps i'm done with you it's 2016 check out getbevel.com. use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. All right. Have all kinds of stuff to get to, uh, you know, with the show and, and news and, you know, things keep happening, Karen. Yes, they do. You know, you try to, you try to just say today we're just going to take it easy and then things continue to happen and you have to watch all this stuff. You know, it's day 370 for Bobby Schmurter being locked up without without bail here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I had some random thoughts I thought I'd talk about. Okay, let's do this. All right, number one. You know who I feel bad for lately? Who? Minors. Now, I don't mean people under 18. I'm not talking about the kind of minors R. Kelly's into. Okay. I'm uh, not, not, not Jared's favorite people, but minors. Like, people that that dig into the earth like the coal mines yeah for minerals and shit i feel bad for them not because of like cave-ins and stuff but i feel bad because their culture got appropriated okay they worked so hard to make money off of the land but now when you think of gold diggers what's the first thing you think of well society has it as women 
so a, a person trying to make money by taking somebody else's money right that's what we right society, men do it too but it's more associated with the with the I, woman's behavior i personally never said women but i'm just saying society has stolen that away from minors you know now minors by you know is typically a group of men anyway right you know but still it's funny that, that, that it's typically a group of men that's, that that's actually real gold diggers but you know let society change it and flip it all of a sudden gold digging is a bad thing gold digging ain't bad it used to be a time where you'd be like oh that dude's a gold digger and everybody's like wow that dude's hard working it was honor and respect to it go owns his own right. plot of land goes out there every day and gets underneath the earth and tries to dig for morsels of gold mm-hmm. now we say you're a gold digger that means you out here sucking fucking and doing whatever you taking domestic violence whatever you can to get to somebody else's money that's not always true but yes that's the assumption that's the assumption though um you know a lot of people put a lot of pressure on people i think a lot of reasons that people even become gold diggers because so much pressure out here to conform to society and get married yes mm-hmm. try to act like getting married is easy it ain't right it's very hard it's hard to be married to karen it's difficult <laughs> it's terrible i don't know why married people always say that i don't, I don't believe that my marriage is very easy i'm gonna be honest with y'all i enjoy it i do too i do too it's people say marriage is hard i'll be like mm-hmm. depends speak on, for yourself yeah. depending on who you marry right now if you marry the asshole that's on you it's more difficult for people that marry fucked up people uh yes but i'll tell you something the hardest part of marriage to me what's the hardest part of marriage that you can mm. you don't even know that's how you know it's easy she don't, <laughs> don't even have a hard I mean, or, or either that or it's very very hard she can't think of one thing <laughs> i know it's not and, and i guess for me it's not something that's so like overbearing it just oh it just weighs me down well i'll like tell you i will tell you the hardest part of marriage for me what's that is learning how to eat your mate's food while still leaving them the last bite like you did them a favor <laughs> especially Can, if it's good can's very good at that you know i put cookies in the fridge and i come back and it'd be like one cookie left but when i left it was 27 cookies so 20 <laughs> technically i'm down 26 cookies but i'm like oh cool i got a cookie left yep which is terrible i mean but that's that's the hardest part because yep. I, I and i you know and i had to give her credit for that because i'm the opposite i just eat all the cookies sometimes i don't even know the cookies has has been there yeah yeah yeah, because you you because i am short i mean see see that's the thing you need to get 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 your 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 strategy in how and your cooking how it needs to be better my friend uh because i'm short so i can't see anything over five five because you know i'm five two and so he messed around and thought he was hiding something but i messed around and caught the glimpse of that box oh it was all over the end my brother my dear brother i don't know i try to put it on top of the fridge gotta find a new spot mm-hmm. or maybe i already have you may have you, you won't know just push it out of my sight you know i can't see nothing that high <laughs> mm-hmm. i never know um all right another thing i was thinking about you know speaking of uh you know speaking of food i saw a commercial the other day for golden corral i didn't even know golden corral needed commercials i feel like everybody knows what the hell the golden corral is it's golden it's a corral full of food how how, how simple to, you know how simple can we do it we got a food and a whole hell of a lot of a bunch of it yeah 
but they got a new commercial i'll see if i can play it for you guys uh it's a new revolution to get y'all in there what could be better than golden corral's piping hot and delicious yeast rolls how about six free yeast rolls to take home i like the sound of that that's right hurry in for our legendary dinner buffet for one low price and take home six free yeast rolls they're world famous baked fresh daily and absolutely free that works for me. This deal won't last forever, so bring in the family and take home six free yeast rolls. Yup, that's how we roll. Golden Corral, help yourself to happiness. That's with the purchase of two adult buffets. Right. So I can't come in by myself, so one person can't take six rolls. Let me tell you something. My Aunt Linda been on the free yeast rolls. For years! Game my entire fucking life shit before golden corral even existed man because you know we down south so our buffets ain't like them up north buffets what is that ponderosa and that other shit that's not no fucking buffet like we actually have like real buffets down here where we ain't like here's two pieces of bacon and some soup and a salad and it's all you can eat but we're gonna charge you 12.95 we don't do that here so you know we talking about ryan's and quincy's places that not even open up no more we even had kfc uh, used to have buffets. Pizza Hut used to have buffets. Uh, Wendy's used to have buffets. So yeah, we've been to that. Get the extra big pocketbook and wrap your shit up. Shit, you get shit. You get a one of one of my aunts. She get it real tight. She have her own rubber made shit already in her pocketbook. Yeah, my aunt used to roll in there with Tupperware, Saran wrap. Come on, dog. Aluminum foil, like it was a system right you know what i mean it was nothing for her to be like you know she put us to work on the criminal conspiracy she she be like baby go on up there and get you six more of them rolls you like but we full get, just get do it well put the six rolls on the plate and just come back and then she be like now hand me that plate and then she put right. it in her purse and put it in one of the compartments and you know put it in a thermos or some shit i don't know what she was doing but either way it was coming home with us half the buffet <laughs> yes it was and uh you know how kids our kids talk all loud and tell the truth and, and then she got about threatening you threatening you to death a few times you be like oh you know i shouldn't say nothing i shouldn't talk out loud because like bust it up you be like what, what what i don't need no why, why are you putting that in your pocketbook mm-hmm. she's looking like i will smack the shit out of you boy i'm telling you man it's a it's real it's real life man you gotta watch out because uh, you go in there with your aunt and you know you think you just getting something to eat getting the kids meal but you really not you about to be up in there feeding the whole family for the rest of the rest of the week <laughs> yes you are you about to go up there get three slices of ham and a rotisserie chicken you're like right. damn you got like no one your purse you gonna be lugging your purse out like a gym bag <laughs> right because she was like i'm not cooking for the rest of the fucking week but it worked um let's see what else to say oh also speaking of food this ain't even funny i just needed to tell the world um, okay at the god made sriracha there was nothing left to do <laughs> you, you can put that shit on everything yes i'm like I, uh, i'm like when a southern man is about to fight and he's black i put that shit on everything i love because <laughs> you know what and not to brag but i am so proud of myself i have finally mastered sriracha chicken and that shit is blazing Mm-hmm. it is delicious i put it on everything it's good on everything i, I mean i haven't tried to put it on a dessert or anything but like yeah, i'll just be like you. like it like you it make you think you can cook because you can just be like you know what i'm gonna put some sriracha on this steak and it works <laughs> that steak might it's, be nasty but that sriracha would cover with the nasty it is up. no i'm saying 
the steak could be good already but you just be like oh, okay i'm gonna put sriracha on steak just to see what happens if i marinate my steak in some type of sriracha mix it'll be better mm-hmm. i don't it doesn't it has magical properties it doesn't fucking make sense no it doesn't and i fucked around and made some honey sriracha and put a little bit of lemon in it oh my god it was blazing yeah i'm waiting for like sir i mean actually I, I the other day i saw sriracha pizza yep i saw it pizza hut delivers sriracha pizza i'm like you know what of course it's better of course it's better i don't even have to try to know <clears throat> it's sriracha <laughs> it's gonna be better it's the fucking best thing ever invented yeah you had to work that on me because honey i used to look at you like i'm not eating that bullshit yeah i don't know what's wrong well you know i always have had better taste than you <laughs> because but you know not that i don't eat hostile the older i got the more i started kind of branching out into hot and spicier shit uh but yeah because i think for you because i used to pick at you and i still do uh whenever roger would get his plate and you look down his plate it looked like the whole plate got shot look like somebody took took a bullet to the whole plate because he like put hot sauce over the whole plate you'd be like who died on your plate sir yeah um i just knew what i was doing and you just didn't it's okay (laughs) you gotta learn somewhere i used to feel the same way but you gotta learn some way um oh it's over now so this is a long this is a very old random thought but remember how conservatives were acting like people were only scrutinizing carson's background because he was black mm-hmm. like they did obama right the person they want to see his birth certificate come on now we're calling him a nigerian and shit the person whose grades they question what is wrong with Republicans? you know i'm glad that cj pearson dude the 13 year old kid like finally came clean and stopped trying to shield for them for, for the for the for the moment right you see how they turn and act like that little boy wouldn't shit no more yeah because he was about to be the well, he was an up-and-coming star he was about to be the answer to amanda uh stenberg or what uh sandberg i think is her name whatever it is uh stenberg i mean actually let me look that up i want to be right he was gonna be the answer to amanda though because she's the wokest yeah stenberg she's the wokest young black woman ever and then he was the you know the dumbest nigga ever on the planet like i was <laughs> yeah, like you know they're gonna be that's woke. gonna be a rivalry for the for the ages where they're gonna be 50 years old with dueling tv shows and her on msnbc and him on fox news <laughs> right so radio glad. shows talking about each other so glad that ended uh why is telling someone to google something an insult right hmm especially when you obviously would be better off googling the subject yeah you know what i say right because i understand but i used to be the person that got offended because this is one of those things i was like i asked you and i want to answer from you you know especially when it comes to some technical things so I've, I've gotten better a lot of times i will actually google and then if i have problems i will actually uh come to the it person uh and i actually learned but i think for a lot of people it just this is laziness like they get mad at a laziness i'm not even talking about complex computer problems i'm talking about everything people do this shit all the time oh your your phone will tell you everything you need to know shit you ain't gotta google your app or something on there got the answers it honestly takes most people longer to pop off a tweet than it would take to put it in google true and people get mad as shit when you say to google it people like people hit me up sometimes i'll be like what do you mean bernie sanders fans are bad 
and i'll be like well just google <laughs> the hashtag bernie so black right <clears throat> i mean for the most part that's that will help them out because mm-hmm. you can find a ton of information about me about my interaction with those people right how the hashtag started but everybody's so, publications that are published entire right. pieces that interview me people so special they don't they rather you tell them you're like fuck you i don't have i'm not going to explain shit to you yeah explain it to me though mm-hmm. nope you're not that goddamn special directly to me like why for you to dismiss it nope i get that sometimes it is used as an insult yeah like, it google is. it here's the thing they're still right yes they are just google it yes they are why would you want to deal with that person they don't feel like dealing with you everybody's not here to be your fucking search engine but google is it never has an attitude it never lets you down google ain't black white any it don't have a race it doesn't like if you say why don't black people want me to touch their hair you can actually google that yes you can and google won't be like get the fuck away from me it don't judge you it won't turn its back on you it is there 24 hours a day seven days a week yeah so i just thought that was that was interesting <clears throat> all right let's uh get into some news okay guys okay that's all your thoughts well i have one more but it's just old but i okay i'll bring it up anyway it's old though okay it's my nerdy admission of the week i was playing basketball with this dude <laughs> and he had a shirt that had the batman logo on it right mm-hmm uh and i i have these now you know uh but this is a long time ago and during the game <laughs> uh and i found out later that he's kind of a nerd because i had a nightwing shirt on and he said nightwing and i was like oh shit okay player um but yeah so when we were playing them i had to defend them i was i was guarding them and i started talking to him like bang during <laughs> during the entire game and i was saying do you feel in charge and <laughs> you shoot like a younger man and you think the paint your ally i was born in the paint and of course victory has already defeated you so uh we we won the game too so it was, it was like it was like i really was the bane to his dark night um during that <laughs> game uh but afterwards i was a little bit ashamed because that's the nerdiest fucking thing i've ever done on a basketball court <laughs> it was like like he was laughing too hard to play serious right because he got all your references yeah because it was cracking him up but also we did win that game but i was like damn we some nerds because we enjoyed that shit <laughs> ain't nothing wrong <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that uh what else did i have might as well finish these off for the new year's uh okay. here's here's one um oh this is old as fuck as the only person on twitter who's never said anything offensive i stand with trevor noah's detractors he shouldn't get the job um (laughs) the rest of you (laughs) heathen shut up Uh, as a hip-hop fan i'd have a lot less issue with police profiling if they added a little more styling to their profiling you know if you could do if you were styling and profiling then i wouldn't really i wouldn't really have an issue with it but when it's just profiling then that's racist and i don't appreciate that shit <laughs> so what they're gonna do they need to dance they need to have the right kicks on what's what's happening I'm, here i'm just saying add some more styling okay i don't want to tell you they, how to they style need to, uh, um, do some steve harvey buttons on them uniforms what's I'm, happening i'm just saying nobody likes profiling people love styling and profiling in hip-hop <laughs> uh and lastly how let down do you think hitler was the first time he set his dvr to record the amazing race oh you know 
what you don't think they have uh dvrs in hell of course of course they do <laughs> and it's hot fire yeah your father was like damn man it's lit they can, <clears throat> I, I died but they made an entire show off of white people and then he turned it on he's like these niggas is actually racing like a real race i thought this was gonna be about how awesome white people are <laughs> yep no sir oh the Aryan cause is losing yes they are all right now we can do news and that sums up all my random thoughts for the year <laughs> um, <laughs> uh big breaking news hope everybody's sitting down okay moesha stars brandy and countess vaughn have dropped their long time feud mm-hmm. i love to hear that kind of stuff you know when two black women who've been fighting for years you know i know karen i know you were very very uh anxious about this beef right <laughs> i know i was having a hard time i was this is, people say israel and palestine i say mm-mm. Mm-mm. brandy and countess vaughn that's that's that, 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 that that's the real black on black crime yep they was uh they squashed the beef everyone falls yeah sometimes it's wrong and sometimes it's right for every win someone must fail but there comes a point countess vaughn who starred on the upn sitcom moesha was singer actress brandy in the 90s sent out an open letter to her former co-star over the weekend settling a few going back nearly 20 years yeah that's a long time you old yeah, I'm pr- i am i'm proud of you being you and working to rise to the best in- you inside you you are an amazing being with amazing god-given capacity read vaughn's letter which she posted on instagram sunday night their beef brandy told vibe in 1998 yep one year after i graduated from high school began when vaughn called brandy by a different name that stars with a b mm. itch uh, come on but brandy told took the high road quickly responded to vaughn's post on instagram my heart is touched right now you are beautiful to me i love you so it looks like they are in the Christmas spirit. Good. Congratulations, sisters. Mm-hmm. Play me out, Whitney. I just hope Brandy ain't sipping on no eggnog. I hope not either. No, no one near you SUV or anything. I mean, Mm-mm. you know, Mm-mm. just Brandy, just uh, stay in for the night and stay on instagram that's a good place for you mm-hmm. um to get involved uh because you know yeah i think i think we all know what i'm trying to say um, <laughs> let's see what else happened um oh martin Skrilly, the dude the investment bro who wanted to uh f- free bobby schmurder Mm-hmm. then he got arrested mm-hmm. turns out his twitter must have got hacked or something 
because yeah, because he been in j- he went to jail, right? Yeah, he yeah. went to jail, but I think he's probably out. got out quickly. Probably less than twenty four hours. Yeah, I think he's out. But someone must have hacked his Twitter because uh, he tweeted, uh, "Got to turn on that two factor kid." And then he tweeted, uh, "No, no, I'm sorry." He tweeted, "Giving away Wu Tang album retweet for a chance to win." That's definitely not true. Then I got anal AIDS. Now, good thing that pill is right here for seven hundred dollars. Fuck the FBI. You know they can't touch a guy like me. Ah! Chat shit got banged. Martin Yee. And then someone told him he need to turn on that two factor uh, verification. Uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, that definitely hacked. And I guarantee you. Uh, they was black. Whoever hacked this account was black. <laughs> I don't know. They could just be using black vernacular, Karen. You never know. Those anonymous people love that shit. Them white boys from Russia and shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Breaking up the English language. Trying to use Ebonics. Mm, fucking right. Not, don't even know the correct way to use it. Right. And you'd be like, sir, that makes no sense. Um. The holidays are here. Don't forget you can what? order on Target.com. All right. Uh, a troop scoutmaster. Mm-hmm. was attacked uh you know a boy scout troop leader mm-hmm. he was attacked by a bear um yeah that shit didn't go like the movies did it the revenant yeah getting attacked by bears boy scouts put their survival skills to good use when their leader was attacked by a bear in new jersey first responders found him there and flew the leader to the hospital tonight what those scouts did to get him the attention he needed abc's gloria riviera joins us with the latest details gloria Good evening, Tom. I'm here in Split Rock Reservoir. It's 1,500 acres of nature and wildlife. And it was here that a Sunday adventure for a Boy Scout troop leader and three of his scouts turned into a very close call. A desperate rescue mission in these northern New Jersey woods. We have a gentleman in the cave with a bear. He has been injured by the bear. A police chopper circling overhead spots a possible distress sign. They also have started a fire, possibly for a smoke signal. The victim, a Boy Scout troop leader, yelling for help. He is bleeding from his neck, his arms, and his head. I uh, heard the sirens, uh, so helicopter. Actually, I thought it was looking for something because it was just circling around and around. Rescuers are able to reach the man, whisking him and the three Boy Scouts to safety. That troop leader taken to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. It's the second attack in this area in just over a year. A college student was killed by a black bear about 20 minutes from here. The surging bear population and close encounters like this one outside an elementary school then controversial hunts from New Jersey to Florida. The local mayor says the attack happened when the group was exploring a cave and it was those three scouts who ran out and called 911. Tom? It's good that troop leader is going to survive. All right, Gloria, thank you. Man, that that's crazy. Like you little you little boy scouts they always be prepared, but you ain't prepared for no fucking bear cat uh, attack. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like Didn't a, they say them the little kid put up a fucking smoke signal? Yeah, the, I mean the little motherfuckers was was beasting. Yeah. I mean if you gonna get bear attacked, it's best to be with some boy scouts I'm assuming. Shit, you probably get a fucking badge for that. Like, you know, I mean, because I got thousands of badges, so one one thing I can say about the training is that they like look little white kids we're gonna take y'all out in the woods but 
we're gonna be sure that you can survive like kids has been in the boy scouts and girl scouts they'll probably live their fucking parents if the apocalypse happen because they're gonna be like mommy you know you can eat that leaf and then mama gonna be like no the fuck i can't the kid gonna be like yes you can and they ain't gonna believe him and they all gonna die well i know he um i know he's glad he's not one of them pedophile scout leaders right and, and kudos to those children you know, for keeping their cool though because you know a lot of children even with the training would have panicked i mean you would have been fucking them kids there's no way that smoke signal would have went up in time nope i'm just saying y'all in the bear that's I mean, why you gotta that's why you gotta be an upstanding citizen right let that man scout lead again right they say it is life uh on monday a day at the landslide buried a top of three buildings at an industrial park in china well damn at least 91 people are still missing hot damn Mm mm-hmm and no deaths have been reported an area of more than 650,000 square feet at the manufacturing center in shenzhen and the guadong uh guandong providence near hong kong was covered in 20 feet of mud 20 feet right this this is the kind of tragedy i could never be prepared for like i'll die in a mud in a mudslide because i'll be like these happen and then i'll just be dead <laughs> i don't know what the safety precautions for a mudslide is yeah yeah that, that that and what they also don't talk about is that a lot of uh erosion and pollution and chop, not trying to find chopping down of trees and shit like that like these people that are environment environmentalists they ain't telling y'all shit just because they're like hey dog y'all chopping down too many trees there's nothing to keep the you know keep the ground stable they're like nah fucking you know you got a fucking 20 foot mudslide i know you can it said the cause of the landslide was clear a pile of debris and dirt left over from construction right piled on a nearby hill gave way that and that makes sense but probably for some trees they fucking chopped down i would never fucking think this could happen a fucking mudslide um the weibo page of local office official newspaper the shenzhen teku bao reported that the giant pile of construction debris and earth was illegal and that it had been approved by uh, local officials those posts were later deleted well yeah, it is china i believe that and, oh wait know. what was it japan no china, china. Mm-hmm. yeah they was yeah, like take that shit down right they probably paid them off you know to get the shit done yeah and now nobody wants to be held liable or accountable so everybody wants to back away and a lot of this is what happened when you have people uh with no regulations a little regulation that's why i'm against all these people coming out uh especially the republicans coming out talking about they want to um uh defund like the 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 people that protect the environment and the water and all this shit the air they want to cut back and slash you like motherfucker do you know i wouldn't be able to walk outside without the rules and regulations because they don't give a fuck about me or my safety all they want is money uh at a let's see just a few miles south of the accident in hong kong steep hillsides and populated areas are reinforced by elaborate networks of retaining walls to prevent landslides which can occur frequently in a region pounded by heavy monsoon rains uh, at a news conference, the Associated Press reported that Li Yakan, the deputy secretary general of the Shenzhen city government, said that more than 900 people have been evacuated and that nearly 1,500 people were involved in the rescue effort. Looks like they got some video of the last one. Oh, my God. Do you see that? It's like a fucking explosion of dirt. Wow. Oh, oh no. You're going to die. Out of nowhere, too. 
oh man i thought it was gonna be like uh you know like an avalanche mm, that shit just gave way and that shit it's dirt but y'all that shit wrote like water <laughs> it looked like water moving there's a building where the it just fell into the dirt or the dirt pushed it over wow off the foundation are you serious i mean what if you was on the third floor of this building your whole house just leaning what the fuck refresh baby uh-uh nah they need to they don't need to hear this <laughs> um I'll tell them a mudslide hit the house <laughs> and that's what really happened no mm. all right well give it a second you know it takes a second <laughs> get back on screen here all right i'm back you know what's funny we made we name a drink in america after a mudslide mm-hmm. that's i don't want no real mudslide mudslide a hurricane <clears throat> yeah we don't take that shit seriously shit i've been through a hurricane hurricane ain't no fucking joke tornado that ain't no joke either but yeah we made drinks and irish shit. car bomb wow i never thought about that so yeah. really well, have you ever thought about this one a nagasaki bomb yes i have because it's that time yes it is it's about time for us to get some eggnog and some sake can i told you yeah i'm be sure i get the right type of eggnog not that thick eggnog Ugh. we're very very insensitive people yes we are when it comes to these drinks rapper Nicki minaj performs in angola at a concert despite criticism that's right Mm-hmm. u.s rapper and songwriter and girlfriend to meek mill uh ignore international critics saturday and performed at a concert linked to the family of angola's long ruling president jose eduardo dos santos the 33 year old hip-hop star entertained several thousands of people at a christmas concert in the angolan capital capital luanda despite calls from rights groups to cancel the tour which they saw as an endorsement of the authoritarian rule of Dos Santos. The concert was hosted by the Angola's largest mobile phone company, which is partly owned by the Dos Santos family. Before going on stage, Minaj posted a photo of herself in a jumpsuit and draped in a black and red flag of Angola on the photo sharing service Instagram. Concert organizers said they have sold 6,000 tickets for the concert, which was held in the 12,000-seat Conquero Stadium, where she shared the stage with several local acts. Minaj had come in for criticism for agreeing to perform with Human Rights Foundation President Thor Halverson uh, saying this week that she had no good reason to do business with the corrupt Angolan dictatorship and endorsed the ruler's family company. Jeffrey Smith of the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Center also accused Minaj of following in the footsteps of Mariah Carey, callously taking money from a dictator. Fellow U.S. singer Carey was criticized in 2013 for performing in front of Dos Santos, who has governed the South African nation for 36 years. Smith said Dos Santos had mounted a sustained crackdown on basic human rights, arresting activists, opposition members, journalists, as well as musicians. Minaj performed the day after a judge ordered the release of 15 Angolan activists, including the prominent rapper Luete Biero, who were arrested six months ago during a book reading where one of the books on the agenda was about nonviolent resistance to repressive regimes. The group of youthful activists returned to court next month for the conclusion of the trial on charges of rebellion and attempting to carry out a coup. 
dos santo 73 has been accused of overseeing corruption misrule intimidation in the company country that suffers endemic poverty despite being africa's second largest oil producer angola marked 40 years of independence from portugal last month with dos santos vowing to bring progress to the country but critics accuse him of ruling through fear and uh, uh repression mm. yeah um you know sounds like nikki got some hot water over there getting that money i mean i've seen the same thing said about other stars and actresses and stuff that go over there apparently these some of these countries even with their dictatorships and shit like they pay a ton of fucking money yeah for you to come over there right and that's what it boils down to they pay a lot of money Mm. what do you think about it I don't think I personally would have done it uh, because, I, like I said, all money ain't good money. And mm-hmm. I really, truly believe that. Sometimes you have to say no. But you have some people that's like, they was like, I'm not endorsing nobody. They paid me for a service. I perform my service. This is not an endorsement. I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm not making a political statement. I just come to perform my services because they paid for it. And for some people, it's just that simple. Even though in reality, it's a lot fucking more complex than that. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, on the one hand, I'm like, you know, these people don't want you to do it, so it sounds pretty fucked up. But the other hand, it's like, if I don't come, it ain't like they're going to get free you know what i mean like yeah, i don't know too. like i really don't know but, but i'm assuming that like it's a form of protest you yeah know, with, yeah with, without... i mean and artists do take stands all the time well not yes. all the time but right but sometimes some artists are like you know i'm not performing here because of x thing and mm-hmm. then there's all kinds of backlash to that too where it's like you know um you gotta like like well i'm not coming to florida it's like so then all the people that help put on concerts in florida not gonna make money because because trayvon martin got shot like is that really the correct solution um but i don't know man i i think um it's it's funny because i wanted to cover this next article because you know nuance right like nobody's black or white the shades of gray everywhere Nicki minaj on the sandra blonde bland ruling ruling this woman didn't kill herself so when it comes to you know uh people that she probably can relate to a little bit more right um she has no issue speaking out on that correct you know which i think happens to everybody Everybody, yes it does you know i think especially when you don't think about it you're just like yeah of course i identify with sandra bland i'm american i'm a black uh and i'm a woman so that i can speak out on this travesty of justice but then it's like well there's an african nation right full of black people <clears throat> that are being <clears throat> oppressed oppressed and locked up and mm-hmm. all kinds of shit right even their musicians which you have the freedom to come over there and perform and take your ass back home yeah you could easily say i'm not down with this shit and you chose not to right protesters both online and off cried for justice after a grand jury ruled monday that there would be no indictment in the jail death of sandra bland the 28 year old black woman who died in texas county jail while incarcerated after being stopped for a minor traffic violation last summer rapper Nicki minaj took to instagram to speak her piece on tuesday writing under a screenshot of a usa today report this woman didn't kill herself shaking my head um 
the billboard cover star recently spoke out about how bland's case resonated with her i did research on the sandra bland case and that's why it hit me so hard i remember speaking to other women at the time this could have been me i'm a sassy woman i may have been give, given a little bit of attitude to a police officer i could never i can i could have never come home according to the associated press prosecutor daryl jordan said that the grand jury will reconvene in month in january to consider whether the white male trooper who arrested Blanche should face charges. Of course he's not. Yeah. And that was something that I hadn't even got to cover yet. But, yep. No indictment in the Sandra Bland thing. Mm-mm. Um, and like I said, I can't even say I'm shocked at this shit anymore. Nope. No. I don't even know what, what emotion to, to ascribe to it other than just, like, anger. Yeah, it's, and it's a little, disappointment. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little mixture of everything. And like I said, I, uh, particularly being a black woman, I always watch people's response. And for it's sad, but for a lot of people, especially black male, this was a blip on the radar, and it wasn't the same outrage. You wouldn't the same ranting up and down my timeline. Like I, I literally watch how people respond to shit. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't know Western justice. It wouldn't, you know, none, none of that. Whenever. Uh, you get a verdict about uh, a black male. Um, I don't care what's going on. People respond, and you so know. what about with, uh, Freddie Gray last week when uh, Officer Palmer didn't get in? Uh, he got off uh, on his indictment. Um, what you do? What you see on on your timeline then? Was it very different than this, or how? Like what you notice? Yeah, they would they would put like this. It was a larger response than this like for okay. this i'm not trying to be funny it was literally almost crickets you you like women women were very mm-hmm. mad and angry and retweeting and posting and there were a few men out there don't get me wrong yeah but overall it wasn't that collective anger that you normally get when there's the injustice for a black man and where people felt like the the, the person should have been indicted and you know it's just one of those things where uh for for me, just being a black woman, I, I I have a tendency to just to notice how people respond and how people react and their outrage when certain shit when certain shit come up and you know people go well the game is on I guarantee you if somebody gets shot doing a fucking game you you won't be tweeting about that goddamn game so I don't want to hear no fucking excuses about that you just don't care. Yeah, um, for me personally, I saw a lot of people very upset over Sandra Bland and Freddie Gray both when they initially were killed. Right, right. Um, and then in the wake of these non-indictments, right. uh, I've seen people speaking out. I've seen more black women speaking out with the Sandra Bland thing than I've seen black men, but mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like I've become accustomed to that. With the Freddie Gray thing, I've seen more black women speak out than black men as well. Yep. Uh, with the non-indictment um but what i feel like is like less people are speaking out in general because we're just not surprised that, that, yeah that's true but what is there to say i'm angry Nothing. this people are these people won't get justice their families aren't getting justice it's the same shit every time like you know and this is in the midst of you want to enjoy your holidays you want to right you know you you, you want to not let people steal your joy but this is what it is like you know if i get killed tomorrow there's no fucking way anybody that loves me is going to get any peace of mind from the justice system it's just not going to happen it doesn't matter what i did 
and it doesn't matter more importantly what the cops did it just doesn't matter they can kill me with impunity they can kill you with impunity and nobody's ever gonna get justice and let and we don't even expect it anymore I, I, we're I, angry about it but what what can be done beyond the anger really because just uh protesting just bringing it up just fighting these long battles with the, with the system of quote-unquote justice that we have here it, it just feels like it's the countdown to the next 24 hours when another unarmed black person is getting killed it's just gonna happen you know yeah and and also i think for truthfully over the past few years for a lot of of black people just black people in general they're worn out and they're tired and they're not activists so they don't have the heart and the passion to continually go 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 and they a lot of people have gotten to the point to where they actually turn that part of them off to protect themselves so that they won't have mental breakdowns so that they won't be snapping and cussing every white person they see out so that you know they can be in a place of peace with their mind and in their hearts uh and so you know to an extent i i I understand uh why it's kind of gone down because it's like well i didn't expect it anyway you know it's like you it's like it's sad when your expectations are so low that the bare minimal you want is a trial like that's it regardless of guilting you like shit at least take the shit to trial it's like we don't even get the 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 honor of uh your loved one dying you don't even get the the right to at least take it to trial you know and that's where the a lot of people are disheartened a lot of people are brokenhearted a lot of and and so for a lot of people they kind of draw and kind of pull themselves away uh, a lot of people actually leave social media when a lot of this stuff get to popping and cracking off because they just can't you know you can't take it because it, it, it actually will wear you down i'm just uh, truth be told you know because when i seen it, it it really just broke my heart honestly you know i didn't tweet and post and all that stuff but it, it just broke my heart because i was like well that could be me yeah it just seems like i don't know man it just seems like everybody's so disillusioned at this point and so many people are just like they don't want to talk about it and they don't want to you know and, and it's not going away right they but feel helpless. there's no the i don't even have the expectations mm-hmm. of justice like mm-hmm. it's just it never crosses my mind nope i'm surprised that, when it happens yeah i i'll be shocked if like what i think at best what's been done right now is making killing black people a lot more inconvenient than it used to be correct that's about it yeah i feel like for the most part cops are like oh man i might have to go on paid leave or i I might give i might lose my job as a cop or i might everybody gets scared and panic because they don't want this and and it's actually social media backlash it actually makes them act right not because they want to act right because it's not the money to me Mm-mm. because the money's already been built into the system i saw the other day oh yeah you know um i want to say it was i don't know if it was walter scott's family or <clears throat> someone's family got like <clears throat> this bunch of millions of dollars for their that they their loved one dying mm-hmm. and i kept thinking to myself like that's the cost 
of white supremacy continuing to exist like cost of business they can't like they would rather pay that right than for you to have your loved one therefore anyone to go to jail therefore to read to to try to redo this system to figure out ways where they could treat our community with some respect they would rather just give you the millions of dollars to make it go away it's like settling it's like when celebrities settle lawsuits where it's just like i don't feel like dealing with this here's some money right. regardless I if i did it or not yeah you know I, 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 it's particularly if you didn't do it you're like fuck it here's some money i'm tired of being dragged to court i'm tired of this and people go well if you pay you did it and that's not true sometimes people pay for people just to go away yeah so anyway i just you know it was a little bit disheartening to, to mm-hmm. see and you know i know that um you know you watch people like who are still talking about this thing mm-hmm. and you know i saw the day and and i you know fuck it it's our show this is the kind of shit we talk about uh boyce watkins was trying to i've heard that name before yeah and every time i hear his name it's not good right that's why i was like i heard that name before um but um apparently sandra Sandra bland used to put like videos on youtube and stuff and she was very um you know black lives matter and stuff but um there was some video of her that today of all days started making the rounds and i feel like it's already been addressed before it's been brought up since like august of this year but um she apparently said some homophobic stuff on youtube at some point which is you know saying like being gay is a choice and things like that um let me see if i can even find this fucking video but but um the point being that you know people were like why is this coming up now you know and to the you know there's there's a couple things about it if she was homophobic and she said some things which apparently she did um that's unfortunate it really is Mm -hmm. uh especially if she was a person who was about black lives matter and whatnot all black lives have to matter i think that's true and she you know she said something to the effect of being black is not a choice and being gay is you know which you know i feel is a homophobic thing to say yes Um, it is and you know and even if you get into these ideas that like well um yeah that's just what she believes or whatever like nah it's still wrong to say it's still wrong it's still wrong to go about that shit because even if you're in an argument or a debate with a gay person about which one is worse black oppression or gay oppression shit is all fucking oppression yeah it's you really like that whole you can just choose to stop like that that's the wrong approach to the shit in the first place but that being said still want her family to get justice right the point the the thing that for me while saying i'm disappointed that anyone would have that take i'm still saying she should have came home right you know what i mean so like it's you know it's sad that boyce Watkins chose to put that out here today to, or two days ago when she uh when they when it was said that they no one's gonna be indicted 
he put it out there then like capitalize on the pandemonium and it's sad that it divided people you know because homophobia is divisive yes it is um, when it shouldn't be but yes it is and it was obviously planned out to be divisive of like of course you know it's not a coincidence that he would drop that at that moment but more importantly man i hope that doesn't make people go well it's okay that she died in police custody you know i hope we're not there i hope we mm-hmm. can still sit back and be like yeah um this isn't right you know and i think that's the bigger uh i hate to say that terminology like bigger because i think you can care about both things but yes you can. i care about both things but i still feel like her not coming home by the police is at the moment is the thing that we're discussing her having homophobic beliefs or thinking that being gay is a choice is very unfortunate and who knows how she would have felt about that now yeah, who knows her, her mind could have changed anything but we'll mind. never know and that's nope. the thing that that's being robbed of so many people is the potential of your life is being robbed by the the a system that is designed to take it from you and then not have any re, no consequences Mm-mm. so um you know it's very disheartening man and yeah i i honestly i can't even speak to to the outpouring about sandra bland right now because i just like i know what i said this morning but that's it i, I haven't even really followed people talking about because i i'm just angry and disappointed mm-hmm but you just getting used to it which right you're becoming numb yeah it feels like that feels even worse to just be used to so much of this death and and injustice and there's never gonna be a reckoning never so i don't know man i don't know we can you know we can be taken off of here so easily and (laughs) with with no 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 expectation of justice just you know the grand jury i mean he's you know the some of these are people of the community people that's supposed to be your peers these are you know even these people in this legal in the legal system are supposed to be our peers you know but you know the 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 default is to not care about us so right and also the the default on a lot of these juries is all white and they're supposed to reflect your peers and you know honestly it needs to be mixed <laughs> you know if you really want to you know reflect my my peers and a lot of times they're strategically done this way so they didn't get the verdict that they want a lot of the times she should have never been in that cell right you know what i mean like she should have never been in that cell that's I, I don't know man i just can't i don't see how anybody can can be okay with this shit but i mean but obviously a lot of people are okay with it because every time they got a jury fucking people are okay with it mm-hmm. you know that's why everybody was so surprised that hoscock went to jail right because it was like obviously nobody gives a fuck nobody what's the line oh is the line raping 13 black women that you know of okay well i guess all right so we'll start there and that's gonna be the question every time now is oh this officer arrested sandra bland because she got an attitude with him and then she propped up dead well you know did he rape 13 black women no well we gotta let him go um all right let's see what else we got here 
uh a beijing woman fell to her death from the fifth floor balcony after tripping over a ledge while meditating blindfolded in a beijing temple oh oh what Mm mm-hmm yep why was she blindfolded a young woman allegedly fell to her death during a blind meditation uh, session at Longquan temple in the chinese capital beijing along with a group of other participants the women known as lee uh were told to walk up the stairs while blindfolded last week at the popular sanctuary in the fangwang mountain on their way up lee is said to have lost her balance fell off the edge from the temple's education building oh there was a lack of product product protective measures on the floor from where lee fell uh when she tripped she went over the railing falling to her death at around 11 a.m why so there was nobody watching you didn't have any no form of railing you know or like something they had a railing she tripped over it a school friend of lee named you told a reporter from local paper for the local paper beijing you daily that the event was organized by a translation center but he didn't know the name of the center he said blind meditation was only part of a charity event called grateful heart a local reporter contacted a translation center owned by the temple but was told the event was not organized by them spokesman from the translation center said the temple was rented out to some other monks who put up the event uh on the day lee died master lee a monk from Longquan temple said the event did happen in the temple but it was not organized by them instead it was organized by a number of volunteers via social media oh great i'm sure they all had proper training right this is an this is an unfortunately matter we did not have any financial involvement in the event uh zao z one of the volunteers helping out the event said this is not blind meditation it is actually a blind game in the game one person guided another person to go forward in order to build trust between the two because the participants had their eyes blindfolded they walked really slow and in a focused manner so it's literally the blind leading the blind so like we're both blindfolded and then we walk up the stairs together i guess you take a couple steps do you tell me to take a couple steps then i you know but it, it, yeah yeah but even with that somebody somewhere should have been unblind <laughs> watching right. these people at the time they were playing the game on the fifth floor bro man was there they were walking up a big slope and there were walls on both sides there were many volunteers around in order to protect the participants after the incident the temple was open as usual what wow lee was said to be the only child in her family she was working as an art director for a magazine in beijing after graduating 2013 from singapore university a prestigious institute in china a preliminary investigation turned out ruled out any criminal investigate activity what Damn. yeah so it sounds like so the baby just died. yep i guess i mean it makes sense you know it's like if you was dumb enough to put that shit on they must that must be how they somebody would be held accountable for my child Mm-mm. a north carolina pastor has riled up conservatives by helping women get abortions because of my faith she says um a north carolina pastor explained this week that she volunteered at a planned parenthood because her faith taught her to care for the people in her community but it's not a message that's being embraced by anti-abortion conservatives in a column for bustle this week african methodist episcopal ame mm-hmm. church minister ama akpon guess the race 
emma akpon reflected on the legislative actions and violent attacks against planned parenthood clinics i can no longer watch as the communities i love are threatened and harm she wrote as a clinic volunteer and reproductive justice advocate i know how important clinics are to women and men who rely on them for quality care and health information including many black women thank you and i'm glad she said men and women because there's a lot of men that use planned parenthood people have a tendency to overlook the men that actually use these services too just as much and sometimes depend on their situation more than the women do yeah um you know a lot of people uh one of the people that was shot in the um planned parenthood was a man you know who knows what right. he was in there for they get but, tests you know, and stuff std tests also you have i don't know women in your family come on now you know maybe the woman you're having sex with gotta go playing by her hood maybe um Akpan pointed out that black women were more often in need of abortions due to the overrepresentation in low wage jobs and other circumstances that dated back to slavery. Black women have had very little reproductive choice during slavery. We were forced into childbirth to produce more chattel. Then when our bodies were no longer profitable, the medical industry controlled our reproductive choice through forced hysterectomies, coercive birth control, and other methods. Yes, they did. Cause there's a lot of, uh, uh talk to your older, uh, family. Whenever they had uh, any female issues, they just took everything out. Mm-hmm. Akpan says she is angered by the anti-abortion protesters who stand outside of her clinic in Raleigh because they make it seem as if black women do not make our own decisions, that we are simply pawns in America's racist society. I am a clinic greeter because of my faith, which teaches me how important it is to provide care for my community, she continued. For me, that means ensuring that women have safe access to their health care facilities. White supremacy dictates that we shouldn't be allowed to get health care to worship or to even leave our homes, Akpan lamented. And in in, the, in every instant, the intention is to intimidate us. These attacks are linked, and so we black leaders in faith communities must be linked in our response. Right. By the way, I love that she is a pastor. Right, because it matters. Oh, I mean, because the thing about it, if, if if your whole thing is being concerned about people's welfare and their souls and their whole being and, and them just 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 as a person, this this shit matters it matters yeah i just like that she's a pastor because you know so often the things that make the news and the things that we cover are this pastor said uh all women should die you know and i love when we get somebody on here that's like yo i believe in the same things these people but i mean the same book or whatever but i don't embrace that hatred i don't embrace the beliefs that they espouse and the things that make shit worse and if they and if somebody is using their faith to go out here to make the world a better place um off you know like to volunteer to Planned Parenthood or Mm -hmm. something that's dope because she really is risking her life yes she is like it really might take some level of faith or afterlife belief or something because motherfuckers will fuck up a Planned Parenthood it's it's nothing like it's nothing you know people get threatened and killed and shit all the time Mm -hmm. uh however conservatives have not embraced the message the anti-abortion publication lifenews.com lashed out at her in response to the column um so eh, whatever i i'm with you though uh pastor boo pastor bay out here helping these women and she was racially uh aware i love that right Mm. Mm -mm -mm. uh so that's some good news what else is going on uh i don't know don't want to read that one yet how about oh here's speaking of abortions 
a tennessee woman pleads not guilty to murder charge for abortion attempt a tennessee woman accused of trying to use a co-hanger to abort her 24 year week old fetus pleaded not guilty to a charge of attempted murder in a nashville area court on tuesday now i don't have no idea how long 24 weeks is when it comes to the laws in tennessee right because that because this is the thing so many laws i mean so many states have changed their laws to make them tighter and tighter and shorter and shorter like a lot of them make you wait a day or two uh uh like 24 48 hours you know before you can actually see the doctor a lot of them are so invasive they purposely and strategically do this shit to make it where uh by the time you actually get there you're past your time like they purposefully uh they purposefully do this and the thing about it is that allow women to make a choice and allow them to have an abortion in a safe place or you're gonna have shit like this because this is what people used to do years ago prior to abortion this is the shit they used to do as a defense december 1st 2015 here are the rules in tennessee a woman must receive state directed counseling and then wait 48 hours right before the procedure is provided counseling must be provided in a person and must take place before the waiting period begins thereby necessitating two separate trips trips to the facility right health plans that will be offered in the state's health exchange under the affordable care act may not provide coverage for an abortion the use of telemedicine for the performance or medication abortion is prohibited uh the parent of a minor must consent before an abortion is provided public funding is available for abortion only in cases of life endangerment rape or incest um doesn't say how many weeks or a month someone can be so i don't know i guess you can say how many how many weeks uh let's see in the search yeah maybe i'll try yeah i'll try that i i, I thought it would just be that would be an obvious right did it, it would look like it would be in there yeah i thought that would be an obvious one um i guarantee you they had a, that time frame in there somewhere yeah uh weeks isn't even on this thing months even nope Mm-mm. um oh, wow let's see how many weeks <laughs> um abortion through 21 weeks southwestern women's uh nope 24 weeks it looks like because she was like right at the deadline yeah so right and she was probably to the point where by the time you go and wait an extra day or two and the thing about it's so fucking inconvenient because you know what we have no maternity leave as far as like a mandatory maternity leave that women are allowed to take you know whenever you have your children and then if you work in certain industries particularly the food industry you get no maternity leave which means if you're out of if you're out of work you just don't get paid and then four to eight weeks or four to six weeks isn't long enough and then a lot of places you can't even ask for it to be extended without pay uh yeah she uh used a hanger she was bleeding heavily she um she could have killed herself mm-hmm. she's taken to the hospital the infant the infant actually lived but the quality of life was harmed and he would need extensive medical care 
the charge for attempted abortion leads to led to complaints by pro-choice activists some of whom appear in court and outside of court wearing t-shirts carrying signs in support of yaka according to the twitter post the shirts read abortion on demand and without apology yaka appeared by video monitoring uh in the in jail in murfreesboro about 35 miles southeast nashville um she said that she needed an attorney and a public defender was appointed so yeah she pled not guilty we'll see how that works out i'm sure it's gonna be one of those um big you know republicans and democrats gathering around each side to fight of course um let's see what else happened oh game of thrones director says the show made changes after the reaction to Sansa's rape scene. Uh, yeah, we'll see for the better or worse. I mean, they didn't get too specific, but they basically just said that uh the press conference, the show's creators have adapted their approach after the widespread negative response to Sansa Stark's rape scene in the aforementioned episode, uh, Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken. You mean a rape scene that we didn't see? That rape scene? Yeah. Okay, the rape scene that was in the background? Did, yeah, right? I mean... Okay yeah i mean i think i mean we discussed it at length at the time i just think the attachment to that character is very strong and we've been led to feel very sorry for her uh over the time because she suffered so much and there was so much build up to this moment so yeah that scene hit people right in the heart and a lot of people had some very strong reactions to it uh they says that the creators dan weiss and david benioff were responsive to the discussion and there were a couple of things that changed as a result it is important that the producers not self-censor the show depicts a brutal world where horrible things happen they did not want to be too overly influenced by that criticism but they did absorb and take it in and it did influence them in a way uh they didn't say what the changes will be though <laughs> so who who could who's gonna know that it made that they made changes right we don't we we won't know so why even tell us because we're not gonna know what changes you made yeah i i you guess said that just just so we could say game of thrones right that was some pretty weird yeah that's pretty weird anyway um let's see what else happened um an elderly wisconsin woman called in to the police because she heard her neighbors chanting isis is good isis is great during sex <laughs> i think that was another isis ma'am <laughs> that might have been ice like ice maybe he meant ass maybe he was an asshole i don't know something, some, uh, something was happening in there other than isis man she had a big booty maybe it was like this ass is great yeah the ass is so great yeah why you listen ass to- is so good why you listen to other people fuck ma'am well when you're old i mean what else you gonna do all right turn down the tv she says she heard the neighbors chanting isis is good isis is great while having sex the claims appear to turn out to be unfounded and no arrests were made in the case but police told the woman to call back if she heard the chant again why i tell her that right because if- after that i'm gonna be fucking I, I, like if i if my neighbor called the police because she thought she heard us chanting some isis is good isis is great during sex and they told her to call back i'll wait till the police leave and i'm gonna be like yes Mm, (laughs) taliban taliban you fuck with me i would turn porn on and keep that shit rolling uh they gonna make her call the police though she gotta hear the uh she gotta hear some some terrorism oh i can ab lib no i'm just gonna be like 
That's how I'ma come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Right, and you had no tell her to call back. Of course she is. Yeah, she said ice is good during neighbor sex. They uh so maybe her that, name was isis maybe she's a stripper I, I wonder what that 911 call was like mm-hmm. uh maybe put some ice on them nipples like spike lee and uh do the right thing ah ice is good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ice good. is great uh anyway <laughs> um <laughs> you know just turn it down a little bit uh for the sex guys yeah, she she had to turn down her cbs mm-hmm. all old folks watch that channel uh let's see what else oberlin college apologizes to students for serving culturally insensitive meals that honestly look pretty okay from cafeteria food um what do you mean well apparently uh oberlin which is a private college with a fifty thousand dollar a year tuition sounds about right has entered once more into this year's tedious campus culture war debate after hearing complaints that its sushi program wasn't good enough for reasons of racism the place of learning has issued an apology the new york times reports that this particular campaign for justice began when students realized they weren't in a famous restaurant but a cafeteria in ohio another article published by the review in november detailed what students said were instances of cultural appropriation carried on by bon appetit the culinary culprits included a soggy pulled pork and coleslaw sandwich that they tried to pass itself pass off as traditional vietnamese banh mi sandwich uh a chinese general sal's chicken dish made with steamed instead of fried poultry and some poorly prepared japanese sushi when you're cooking a country's dish for other people including ones who have never tried the original dish before you're also representing the meaning of the dish as well as its culture tomoyo joshi a student from japan told the paper so if people not so if people not from the heritage take the food modified and serve it as authentic it is appropriative okay i understand their complaint then yes i completely agree with them if you're gonna do this shit do it right you didn't tell them that this was some half cock shit y'all did. They really thought that that they were getting authentic food, and they did not. You were trying to be cheap. Yes, I would be upset also. I like food too much for you to fuck around and give me something non-authentic, especially if I'm paying fifty thousand dollars a year to go here. Yeah, and here's the thing: everybody knows General Child Chicken is an American Chinese dish. We made that up, right? Right, that's right. Not, that's right. not actually. If you go to China, they gonna look at you like, "What's that? What the hell is that?" There's no General Child like that. No, General he, he, he's Child, not real. He is probably like the Colonel Sanders of their chicken you know but the thing is um make it right if you're gonna make it that's that's still yeah here's here's the thing that will not go reported that i thought was dope um part of this protest was students calling for better treatment of the cafeteria staff who typically are among the lowest paid most chastised people on the campus right? of course saying they wanted a guaranteed 40-hour work week benefits for part-time workers personal days funding for job training and increased wages right because the thing is they fix your fucking food like they fix the food that you, they could kill you if they chose to treat these people right now of course they didn't uh they apologize for that but they didn't apologize for that the way not paying these people are treating them right right if i'm paying fifty thousand dollars a year me and everybody else here you can afford to pay the people more yeah well they didn't mind talking about the cultural appropriation and apologizing but they're not paying the wages right Mm-mm. that part didn't get no apology for that 
nope not didn't even get addressed so I, they're probably not about to do shit all right but you um, take my fucking tuition money though of course they will of course they will uh let's see uh thomas gilbert jr who's the guy who killed his dad in new york we had him on guest the race a while back mm-hmm. he's a really rich uh good looking dude uh ray ray sonny got matched with him via uh tinder at one point she just didn't go on the date i guess which wow i know she's glad she didn't maybe i don't know right he likes the story either way <laughs> it had one too uh a new york state supreme court judge ruled that thomas gilbert jr who was accused of murdering his father a prominent hedge fund manager is mentally competent to stand trial also he wrote a letter to the da reminding them him that he they went to college at the same school uh gilbert's oh, yeah. competence competent to stand trial then gilbert's competency here spanned 14 sessions before justice melissa c jackson in which much of the accused personal history emerged alex sparrow gilbert's lawyer indicated that if the case were allowed to go to trial he would mount an insanity defense the defendant's psychiatric history is irrelevant to the issue at hand is the defendant's current psychological psychological condition that is relevant justice jackson wrote in her decision mental competence is determined by whether the defendant has a capacity to understand the proceedings against him and to assist in his own defense the court has particular was particularly persuaded after observing the defendant in the court on many occasions his videotape interview with dr kirchner and a recorded telephone conversation from rikers island between the defendant and an unknown female during that phone call justice jackson wrote gilbert was laughing rational and engaged in casual frank conversation he requested intellectually advanced reading materials and expressed the desire to stay in the mental observation unit because he was treated better there right when justice jackson announced a decision from the bench shelly gilbert the defendant's mother and the wife of thomas gilbert let out a quiet gasp she was she has attended every court session afterwards alex spiro spiro the lawyer of the gilbert family not only uh not only for this case but for mr gilbert's previous brushes with the law huddled with miss gilbert craig ortner the prosecutor of the case made it clear in comments during monday's session that he expects mr sparrow to introduce in the insanity as a defense during trial which could begin as early as february he complained that mr sparrow should have made that application within 30 days of his client's arraignment after he was indicted and asked the court on that basis to disallow such a defense justice jackson asked both sides to submit written responses to the motion before she rules on it uh prosecutors allege that gilbert shot his father at his parents uh beekman place apartment after dropping his allowance i remember that spyro the new york post uh reports cited as evidence of his client's incompetence a letter gilbert wrote to district attorney cyrus vance before monday's hearing in which the defendant appeals to the fact that he and vance went to the same elite elementary school on Manhattan's upper east side so it wasn't even college my bad elementary school who even remembers that right i'm a graduate of buckley gilbert wrote fortunately i've had access to the newspapers and i've enjoyed reading articles about the da's offices in the city's various cases i was impressed by the overall decline in crime this summer and the success of the da's office all-out program in the letter the post reports gilbert reminds vance that he went to deerfield academy and princeton university before complaining about his experience with the criminal justice system from the beginning of this high profile case gilbert wrote i've been railroaded through hearings with no access to capital According to the Star, Justice Jackson noted on Monday's ruling in jail, Gilbert learning to speak is learning to speak Chinese and is taking yoga classes. In jail. In jail. Ooh, I guess you gotta keep stressed out, make you flexible. 
further incarceration will not only be physically dangerous but also continue to inflict irreparable damage on my personal life and career gilbert argued ideally my optimal goal is to dismiss and seal the indictment the post reports that assistant da craig ordner's argued argued that craig ordner argued that gilbert's letter was demonstrative of the fact that he can make rational arguments yes he can <laughs> he just fucked his own case he's like let me write a letter to the judge and tell him how awesome you know his lawyers was like fuck yeah what's wrong with you boy <laughs> what, what are you doing who gave you a pen and pencil right um all right let's do some segments uh the first of which of course is a little game that we like to play that plays us sometimes it's called fucking with black people that is wrong We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking the black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play is fucking with black people. The game where we read articles from all around the globe. We assign point scores of zero to one hundred, intervals of twenty five for how much we feel fucked with. Today's contestants, everybody. Let's start with Florida. Oh, Florida, you son of a bitch. Uh, a florida woman faces up to five years in federal prison after pleading guilty to making false statements about a confederate flag related confrontation with a co-worker in the week following the charleston uh the charleston south carolina church shooting which left nine black people dead on june 17th suzanne r thompson 58 years old printed out an image of a confederate flag well that's just neighborly ah ah very mm-hmm i mean come on wouldn't you isn't that what you would want your friend to do uh she put it out at home and she brought it to work an employee and she thought this was okay an employee of the u.s army corps of engineers in jacksonville thompson placed the image on the desk of a black co-worker according to the department of justice she and the unidentified co-worker had a contentious working relationship and a history of loud workplace confrontations after finding the confederate flag the black female co-worker notified inspectors from the federal protective service i know she did investigators worked to determine that the image was intended as a threat if any laws had been violated if there was a security breach at the court that led to the incident during the two interviews with the service thompson lied to officers about placing the flag on her co-worker's desk thompson eventually admitted that she had been very angry with her co-worker and that she had placed the image of the confederate flag on the desk but denied that her actions were racially motivated what there's no other way for them to possibly be right don't make sense like i said nobody's racist for doing shit there's no racist people in the world it literally would make no sense any other way it can only be racist there's not enough a hundred a hundred this is a hundred obviously <laughs> what the fuck it ain't even fucking make sense <laughs> what <laughs> oh <laughs> terrible oh <laughs> uh, a hundred uh for me karen of course a hundred jesus christ hey there's nothing to do with race i just what the fuck you printed out put it on your just, black co-workers desk stand for if thought it was, you might want to see racist. those colors 
Jesus. Yeah, yeah. fucking people talking about his goddamn heritage. Nothing fucking, even the founders, you go back in history, they go, this flag is fucking racist. Mm-mm. But that's what the founders of the flag said. Mm-mm. Pennsylvania Supreme Court justice faces suspension for sending racist joke emails at work. Jokes. A Pennsylvania Supreme Court Justice J. Michael Eakin tearfully apologized Monday for exchanging emails that included pictures of naked women and crude jokes that mocked minorities, gays, lesbians, and others. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why do people use the company email? And you, when you sign to the company, yo, at dot .gov or at wherever you work at, edu or wherever you work at, is in the name, right? They say that if you use our shit, we got the right to monitor all this shit. But people go, hmm, fuck it. Yeah. I don't comprehend this. You send it on your work company. The IT people can see every goddamn thing that you do. Uh, appearing before the judicial ethics court that is weighing misconduct charges against him, Eakin said he regretted the messages sent and received on private at a private account but made public because they were exchanged on government computer servers no shit i am sorry beyond words he told because you got caught he told the court of judicial discipline eakin added that he believed he should be held accountable for the messages he sent but not the ones he received the justice pleaded that the court not with the court not to suspend him of the males he said it's not criminal it has nothing to do with my performance on the job okay about your fucking performance uh nope uh before you even get ready to fix your lips to say that he a judge Mm-mm. oh, oh he, he's a judge just thinking don't work at my bad not yeah, that yeah, it yeah, would yeah. be not that it would be okay working the register at office depot oh yeah 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 it's still yeah yeah, nah. yeah, yeah. Your, your, your job is is to judge people on their actions nah you can't do this dog yeah. this, this all has to do with your performance at the job because i don't want you over a court case and, and you're supposed to be paying me attention in the court case in the hearing and you zoned out sick and fucking sending booty pics listen uh, this is poor judgment right your honor you can't be a judge doing this shit no you can't be the panel could uh could decide as early as monday whether Eakin should be suspended from the high court because of his involvement in the email scandal the hearing held in easton was for the court to consider whether to suspend the justice as he wasted the decision by the panel or whether he violated judicial conduct rules by exchanging emails that contain sexually explicit and other offensive content right because you're going to cause problems you're going to have gays in your courtroom you're going to have lesbians in your courtroom you're going to have black people in your courtroom you're going to have women with big booties in your courtroom and you've showed me that you do, you are not the person to be over a presiding court to make the right decision this is all based off your job depends on you making rational and and right decisions egan sent or received the emails on a private account but because some were traded with a friend who worked for the attorney general's office they were captured on government's computer servers egan 66 a republican who has served on the high court for more than a decade has said the messages do not reflect his character perhaps my demeanor was one of the boys he told the court but what i sent was to people who were one of the boys it was I, it was in the locker room i don't give a fuck the judicial conduct board charged eakin with misconduct earlier this month saying he had detracted from the dignity of the office by sending or receiving the messages in a 52-page complaint the board said eakin engaged in conduct conduct so extreme that it brought the judicial office into disrepute lawyer samuel lawyer samuel s oh wait, la, what samuel, does that mean disrepute ill repute disrepute disreputable is bad okay. makes us look bad uh lawyer samuel c stratton 
an expert in legal ethics who testified on Eakin's behalf uh said the justice did not violate judicial canons in sending the emails he's fully accepted responsibility and apologized i don't think a suspension is warranted uh as for the offensive emails he said this there isn't a judge alive or a man alive who hasn't looked at pornography or laughed at an off-color joke but you know what they ain't did sit that shit on a work company on a work thing tracked by the fbi that's what they did do mm-hmm. uh you watch pornography on your own time he, he lamented that the private emails have fallen under public scrutiny i think democracy can't work if you take private matters and privatize and make it public a public show but it got on a public server so that changes everything I, yeah yeah i don't want to hear no excuses yeah 100 for me right fuck this judge you and the person who, who whoever was the person that sent that get their asses to whoever sent it on their company at mm-hmm. aol at wherever both of y'all go right on. bye right both of you need y'all around here making judgments over my life no monet ball was surprised by the premiere of this season's married at first sight and the lack of black men who wanted to date black women there's probably another reason why she's happy to be on her own new show monet ball put up a youtube video Monet Bell started out looking oh. for love on Monet, my bad. But back to this. Monet Bell started out looking for love on FYI's Married at First Sight. Okay, and sorry, although you. the experiment failed. We're trying to be real nice here, but let's just get to the bottom line. Yeah, do we it. don't work. Bell hasn't given up on finding success in love, which led her to another show. Hashtag Black Love. Alright, come on, let's cheers oh so that's the name of her show okay okay cheers to, to good sex so what cheers to good sex oh i thought you said group sex no we're not when i went into married at first sight i was looking for love like i wanted to get married i wanted i just wanted i just didn't want to do it myself I, I was tired like i just they offered it and said that they could do better than me so i was gonna go for it this show um i think is more is not really a, a date it's not a dating show it really is more about um figuring out jack always says um how, how to get out of your own way that's really what is what it's about black love follows monet and four of her feisty friends in new york not only looking for companionship but also exploring personal issues that may be blocking them from finding a fulfilling relationship. With the help of experts Jack Daniels and Demona Hoffman, the women experience breakthroughs on the path to love. I have I struggle with being vulnerable and um, just trusting um, the if I'm with someone, trusting them to give my emotions over to them and trusting them to take care of me. And so a lot of times I tend to hold things back. And while Belle faces those fears on black love, she also has to face the fact that many black men just don't want to date black women. That point was evident on the current season of Married at First Sight and it struck a nerve with several viewers. Many of our African-American men have no interest in marrying an African-American woman. I've never dated an African-American woman. I would prefer the person that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life to not be my own race. I pretty much just date outside of my race. There's no question in my mind that black men love black women. I don't question that at all. But based upon the pool of black men that they were working with, the pool of black women that wanted black men, it's pure fact outnumbered 
the pool of black men that wanted black women. And it was it was boggling my mind because they were in Atlanta. And I was like, what do you mean? Of all places in the country, you mean to tell me you there aren't enough? And speaking of a small pool, Bell is working with a pretty tiny one in New York. I've debated this numerous times. I don't know from a strictly number standpoint if there are enough successful, eligible black men for the amount of successful, eligible black women. You can see if Monet finds her special guy in that small pool when hashtag Black Love airs Tuesdays at 1015, 915 Central on FYI. For HipHollywood.com. What is FYI? I never heard of that. Uh, but yeah, Karen, zero to a hundred. How you feel about that? That gets a zero. A zero from you? Yeah, cause I, I feel fucked with man. Them niggas was out there being proud, like like I. It fucks with me in real life when I hear niggas say that. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them dudes, I mean, them dudes. I thought you were talking about Doctor like, Show and all that shit, but yeah, them dudes get a hundred. Yeah, them, yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, fuck them dudes, and they purposely and strategically got brothers that are not interested. They probably pre-axed them and pre-screened them before they bought them on there and it's purposely designed that way yeah fuck them dudes them i dudes mean they obviously seek out they like it's a reality show i'm not right. stupid they obviously are gonna seek out people that are like you know that are gonna have some fucked up quality so they can be like look at these black people but even still you know there's statistics there's you know dating sites that tell you about preferences and shit mm-hmm. um it is so fucking corny to see niggas do that right what does that mama and your sister look like not just that but like are the women outside of their race look are you stupid enough to be like yep that's that's the kind of black man i want right because it's also disrespectful to you too something's wrong with him yes it is and the daughter that you have the son that you have is also gonna be black regardless of what his black ass thinks that the truth? like don't marry these self-hating ass niggas come on now good grief man yeah like i'm not like i don't have any problem with interracial dating period nope but to to then try to throw it up as this blanket statement towards black women is fucking corny and wrong to be like listen i don't date black women what's wrong with you then what is wrong with you it's your race so it's not even like i'm saying like oh just sexually preferences no what is wrong with you because that preference comes from somewhere other than just physical Mm -hmm. those preferences come with loaded with pure internalized self-hatred yes sir so watch your back i hope i mean i'm sure there are some people dumb enough to fall for that shit but i don't don't be dumb enough if you yo that's a red flag yeah if you with somebody that's uh, from another race and they have problems with their own culture that's a red fucking flag dog ask questions don't you marry this person don't be having children with this person or none of that shit because that will not end well for you yeah there's nothing wrong with like i said nothing wrong with interracial dating Mm -hmm. but love your people there's something wrong with that self-hatred yes it is you know what i mean that's like it's some deep-seated hidden right beneath the surface when people talk like that mm-hmm. you get them to talking long enough and you start hearing shit where you're like oh you sound like a fucking clansman come on now you know um right because in your mind black women aren't even worthy right uh all right this is actually kind of funny here's another fucking with black people i i enjoyed this thoroughly and i had i'll try to put the pictures in the chat room and the thing is oh no oh. i'm not 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 no. to uh, get that time. and the thing is 
you're going on some shit that's predominantly white odds are the bitch ain't gonna pick you no way so what are we talking about here yeah it would be like black dudes going on the bachelor talking about i don't date black women yeah well guess what this white woman ain't picking your dumb ass either see you after week two nigga bye fucking stupid uh god damn nothing pisses me off more than that uh and as a black man i hear it so fucking often i hear black men that just assume you agree with them too like mm-hmm. we this is safe to say to you right no nigga it's fucking offensive is what it is <laughs> right and what's so funny is because my name is very generic like my name could k- karen could be anything a lot of times a lot of people just assume roger takes a white woman <laughs> he's married to a white woman until they see me right they be looking like oh she ain't white you like yeah if, i mean not, honestly there's gonna be women out there that like hearing that shit but something wrong with them too yes it and is and the baby you have is gonna be black what the fuck oh man all right seven <laughs> seven times <laughs> that school presentations kept it too real not too real what's here's the, what's the too real uh well i'm about to put it in the chat so you can see what too real is uh here's the first one. <laughs> you can see you know how when you do a presentation you have like powerpoint yes and on the powerpoint presentation these are different either whether it's students or whatever people that put up different slides on the screen and they're, they're educating classes of people about different stuff okay mm-hmm uh so uh uh oh man why can't i put all these up oh hold on i won't even let me put them all up are you 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 gonna read them yeah i'll just read them i'll read them i'll put a link here's a link to the whole piece guys and then i'll read them and you guys can oh they won't let you put them all up there yeah um but uh here's the first one white privilege is your history being part of the core curriculum and mine being taught as an elective come on now come on right like black history and everybody else's history has got to be some type of elective uh, elective your shit is mandatory i I, shit i i can't graduate if i don't take your shit your your course my shit is optional there's a sister presenting this one santa claus the two fairy and reverse racism what do they all have in common what do they all have in common ma'am uh another one uh there's two women that have like the hair wraps like the muslim hair wrap thing Mm -hmm. it says diversity is a myth you're probably racist come on now oh my god these are so good oh this one's my favorite (laughs) i gotta put this in i gotta put this one in the chat guys this was my absolute favorite so far this brother is sitting down at the powerpoint presentation and the screen behind him says white people are crazy <laughs> could you imagine the expression of people's faces when they read that shit when it popped up and then the under caption is a theoretical analysis of blackness relating to masculinity as observed through uh and it looks like i can't tell what this last word is is objectivity by michael thomas ah oh, these are so good um so proud of these students i hope they all got a's me too uh oh my god (laughs) new favorite hold up new favorite here is another one check this one out y'all uh everybody want to be a nigga but nobody want to be a nigga and it's got rachel dolezal up there 
uh it's got uh is that iggy azalea yeah, that and was- i don't know who that is in the middle i don't know who that is in the middle oh my god I you know, guys you know they got the shock of their lives when they went in for those classes oh you guys another person says y'all white people are dangerous the horror story <laughs> higher education's contribution to anti-blackness and racialized mass incarceration carefree black girl december 24th uh 14th december 2015 i hope she got an a everybody should have got an a oh my goodness white tears is this one it's just a picture oh. it's just a picture of white tears <laughs> oh that oh it's some folks that they walk and they they tired of the racism oh and she, she got one of those wraps around her head too they are tired of the racism they tired of, of people coming fucking crying and complaining about how life ain't fucking fair and they looking like bitch you benefit from everything here what are you talking about that one fuck with me zero zero out of a hundred for me i love those oh zero um and here's the last one we'll do uh for fucking with black people yeah them kids is fed up with your shit Riviera Beach renamed Old Dixie Highway in honor of President Barack Obama during a ceremony on Thursday, a change that city officials say will help move the community past its segregated history. County officials say this is the second road in Palm Beach County to be named in honor of the 44th president. A Pahokee Road, known as East 1st Street, that was renamed two years ago, was the first. Crowds cheered as the Old Dixie Highway street sign was lowered and replaced in Riviera Beach with a new one that reads President Barack Obama Highway. The city council voted for the change in August, adding that the first intersection of roads named after Obama and Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. will be in Riviera Beach. Speakers at that meeting didn't think the street name Old Dixie was a good representation of the city. Dylan Boucher, SunSentinel.com. Good. Zero. And I know they Another zero. Oh yeah, that did. Yeah, that gets a zero. Took down that old Dixie Highway, right? And it's a lot of roads. It's particularly, especially down south. I'm, I know they're across the country, but specifically down south, a lot of roads, highways, and bridges that are named after Confederate generals, the mm-hmm. Confederate flag, and people that are like this shit is okay, and it's not. That shit needs to be renamed. They put that thing, that intersection of King and president obama highway i love it me too that that you know that that's what's up now i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of murders there because they always try to put it in the middle of the hood to make a point but we can't let that stop us from being happy about that name Mm-mm. zero for me zero i wish they had a uh, president obama street here all right let's do some guest the race now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going all across podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today in the chat room do guess the race and the chat room is uh, racist that's hell mm-hmm and guess the race today is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps for the 99 and the 2000s mm-hmm. 
get clear smoother skin with bevel it's uh it's also approved by dermatologist dr michelle henry henry four out of five men reported reduced razor bumps discoloration and irritation uh it's created by a black man four black people tristan walker mm-hmm. and uh also when you get this shaving kit it comes with a safety razor in case you never really shaved before shaving brush blades i still haven't used up all my blades priming oil shaving cream and a cool storm bomb upgrade your shaving routine guys there's no need for you to have this whack-ass shaving routine man Mm-mm. start shaving new year new you people because the mm-hmm. year's almost over and you know you're tired of looking raggedy you know you want to get right for new year's eve you know start up start a new habit in 2015 mm-hmm. of shaving your face right uh and not being irritated so check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right now to the sism all right let's see how about um how about this one port st lucie florida um a poor st Lucie woman was arrested after police said she attacked her husband for passing gas one too many times <laughs> ah! according to a police report around 3 30 a.m december 11th an officer responded to a domestic battery call uh the officer said a man ah! at the home stated he was lying in the bed with his wife when he passed gas the woman said his wife identified as don meekle 55 then began elbowing him on his arm the one the husband said he continued to pass gas and miko continued to elbow and kick him again he told police that he began restraining his wife for his own safety but her lip was inadvertently split open during the fight police uh-huh. said the woman suffered several six to eight inch scratches across his oh the husband suffered seven several seven six to eight inch scratches across his chest his shirt was also ripped open in three different places <laughs> Miko admitted to police that she began to elbow and punch him after she repeatedly told him to stop passing gas in the bed uh guess she thought it was self-defense she also said her lip became split open while trying to be restrained and not from a punch Miko was charged with domestic battery and taken to the st lucie county jail guess the race of what is her first name guess the race of don Miko. all right chat room nasty cracker says tgz I will wait for the rest of you guys to catch up. Clearly, you did not have enough time to get your racism on. White says Joe Spacely. Mm-hmm. The rest of y'all scared to guess what's going on. A black, we ain't with them booty games. Booty games. Gas and cracker says EVE. Uh, that sister was fed up says Kaz Alway. Woo, split. Mm-hmm it's split at the light show uh all right that's enough uh one who didn't like force awakens white (laughs) all right well the correct answer is she was black (laughs) that's for the two of y'all who got it the rest of y'all you know like i said man hardest part of being married is leaving that extra bite 
but maybe it's holding the farts in for some people <laughs> you know just got a little tired guess got tired of holding in all that shit that was going wrong maybe he was trying to gas her up <laughs> they say you can let you can gaslight somebody maybe that's what he was doing uh all right a suspect in a las vegas strip crash has been arrested okay apparently las vegas uh you know the strip is where people you know all the casinos are and entertainment people walk along there uh there was a woman who drove her oldsmobile down the sidewalk into busy tourists oh mm-hmm yep uh not long ago the woman arrested in a daily las vegas strip sidewalk crash seemed to be doing well for herself after a rough childhood that included a period of homelessness in high school lakeisha holloway had become an award-winning high school graduate and caring mother that deepens the mystery for how she wound up in a Las Vegas jail and on suicide watch. The 24-year-old Holloway faces murder charges after authorities say she plowed her Oldsmobile down the sidewalk busy with tourists. Why is this happening? And Metro still trying to find out the answer. Good afternoon, I'm Ricky Cheese. Today, police are releasing more information about the suspects in this case. Contact 13 investigative reporter Stephanie. Saying name was Ricky Cheese? Anyway. Yeah, it is Ricky Cheese. Zeppelin has the latest. Stephanie. Ricky, today we learned that the driver is 24-year-old Lakeisha N. Holloway from Oregon. Metro police tell us that she came to Las Vegas about a week ago and has been living in her car, parked in various parking garages in the valley, including Planet Hollywood. Her three-year-old daughter was in the car with her at the time of the accident. They believe Holloway may have been traveling from Oregon to Dallas, where they think the child's father lives. That child now in protective custody and doing fine. But the big question for everyone is why she did this police are looking into her background and trying to figure out a motive the intentional act that occurred on the boulevard is going to be very hard for us to explain um, uh, at face value we believe that she uh, she had some disassociation with the father of her child Metro got a search warrant for her car today to look and see if they can find anything. But upon arrest, they didn't find any weapons on her person. They're trying to figure out what caused her to snap and if this was all pre-planned. Live at Metropolitan Police Headquarters, Stephanie Zeppelin, Channel 13 Action News. Thank you, Stephanie. Wow. So guess the race of Lakeisha, uh, what was her last name? Lakeisha Holloway, who apparently ran over all them people in las vegas <laughs> good grief in an oldsmobile oh, i said yeah. it twice my bad sorry uh single mom looking for baby daddy black all about that fast and furious black the self-hating negroes on married at first sight will cite her as the reason why they don't date black women Aww. says evie black woman who couldn't access her rush car funds in the casino and lost it had i'm not gonna cry playing while on the way to snatch her baby daddy black uh lakeisha equal low black oldsmobile uh was in the baby's name oh, oh. black ass rob you son of a bitch you all got it right 
that's a sad story especially considering that she overcame like a pretty rough childhood to you know become a good mother and everything Mm -hmm. also really shocked that those details were in the story about a black woman yeah you know they don't waste that much time in us typically it's uh she wasn't married and uh was estranged from her yeah like that kind of shit and they were actually like no she became a good student she was this she was that like who just go to table like right somebody somebody must have cared uh all right let's go turn this around guys double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far so let's see if they can finish on note all right uh a man was arrested for snorting cocaine off of a table at a virginia pizza shop Mm. oh yeah guess that race uh arlington virginia virginia home of uh arlington draft house and andy klein a man was arrested early sunday morning after an arlington police uh county police officer observed him snorting cocaine inside a pizza restaurant on clarendon according to this is so weird listening to uh, three guys on and knowing that's a place according to police, <laughs> that's place the officers were the officer was standing outside a goodies restaurant around 2 55 a.m like good is the cold medicine mm-hmm. when he arrived he saw 25 year old william donovan of vienna allegedly doing lines of the drug off the table Woo! was trying to sell a script too i mean damn i'm trying to tell you good and good is nasty uh goodies restaurant oh not goodie powders oh. was snorting cocaine powders oh real cocaine <laughs> as i was good like cocaine but i'm sorry so my bad as i was approached to arrest him uh police say donovan stated i'm going home tonight <laughs> and stood in a fighting stance no you're not sir ah, i'm going home what are you gonna do fight his way home mm-hmm. officer said sir you under i'm going home tonight baby he got okay, to, what you say i'm going home he got to a physical altercation by throwing the officer onto the ground a witness came to the officer's assistance and they were able to restrain and apprehend the substance donovan was charged with two counts of assaulting the officer obstruction of justice and resisting arrest for the public uh for the incident he is being held without bond guess the race chat room of what is his first name william donovan all right let's see what they say cocaine is a hell of a drug white yeah a charlie sheen hiding his hiv but not the coke white only white men are sure of going home when they see an officer (laughs) yeah it's a different kind of homecoming when black people get arrested right uh he thought white white lives matter more than blue little did he know honky 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 he lived white come on he fought a cop and didn't turn into a hashtag (laughs) (laughs) oh that would hurt him white says future silver villain and white on white on blue crime the correct answer is white man you guys were all over that one at no point did you think that dude was black um let's see uh let's do let's do one more um 
how about this guy a father falls and dies retrieving christmas ornaments from the attic oh i don't like the attics i had a bad situation with the attic and fell actually fell through the attic when i was the kid so i'm good i don't like attics that's right it's having to Karen before Mm-mm. we no, have nothing up there but bugs and and rats and bats and shit i'm good we have a problem with addicts in our family guys we do we ever get an attic i'm padding that shit up six o'clock but first this type of thing would have been the last thing i would have ever thought friends and family stunned tonight after a father of three dies fall through an attic floor just getting christmas decoration all right <laughs> dan haggerty joining us live from the field near highland village where the medical helicopter landed on friday hey dan yeah doug and he never made it to this field never made it to the helicopter he died on the way the people who knew him who i talked to said he lived his life the love for god family and friends those same people tell me they're leaning on those things now to get through this personal tragedy whole cul-de-sac here is so close-knit hudson floyd has been best friends with jay hunsucker nearly his entire life five years old we're four, four years old both of us our birthdays were four weeks three weeks apart and he's still trying to figure out how a man he knew as a once all-star scholarship athlete could be killed getting Christmas decorations from the attic. I was going to drag him down to put him up the next day, Saturday. And, and uh, the rest of it is a mystery. In an attic like his, and like this one, people put down plywood in between the two by fours to keep falling through. If you step in the wrong spot, it's nothing but insulation and the drywall underneath not nearly enough to hold a person's weight hunsucker crashed right through and not to some second room he was above the entranceway to his house oh. 22 feet down to the tile below oh, shit. but guys if you can see how far this nigga fell oh my god holy cow he fell like fucking omar from the wire y'all wow the cause of death was uh, massive internal injuries. Floyd thinks Hunsucker just slipped. The father of three was home with his gone, wife. Baby. Oh, good. They don't need to. They don't need me. Uh, oh, I'm back already? Oh, well, that was quick. Well, I hope y'all didn't hear me talking shit about y'all. Isha and one of his daughters, when it happened, to comfort him after the fall, Hunsucker died in the ambulance. Day by day, piece by piece, uh, trying to help his wife and his daughters do the same stuff and Hunsucker was a uh, active this dude gonna be the uh he about to be the subject of a 20 for 20 at some point right a 2020 I mean 24 oh my god uh this is how I start member of his church community those people are all rallying around that family now but you can only imagine uh how difficult it's been for them especially considering the time of year reporting live tonight dan haggerty cbs 11 wonder what his insurance is like you know what i mean i think yeah, you i do. hope it was good i think you do know what i mean world i watch a lot of investigative discovery is what i'm saying anyway guess the race of mr hudsucker chat room being praised for leaving his kids white oh firefox just stopped 
all right i'll restart that uh another christmas carol scrooge's revenge uh <laughs> hans gruber white <laughs> oh, oh. can't kill yourself decorating up for kwanzaa white that's true if only white privilege provided soft landing pillows too he fell through the ceiling like when mankind fell off the top of the cage and the hell in the cell match white mm. well um you guys are all correct he was white you guys have done an outstanding job tonight with these uh with these stories uh i'll put this picture in the chat and it's probably the picture that uh when they do city confidential they'll zoom in on his wife's eyes real close and turn fade to black and white ah! uh yep oh i know karen up on the rooftop click 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 he fell far oh shit he fell far down onto the foyer um all right let's uh to some sore ratchetness <laughs> how you lie i wonder if that's what he sounded like of course man hit that ground everybody hit the float that's the wrong way to hit it though i know Mm-mm. talking about dropping some ornaments right no wonder he fell in like all the lights and stuff fell after him on top of him possibly you know. i guarantee that shit probably fell all around because it just it literally caves in isn't it's funny though how everybody thinks that everybody knows how to fucking attic work and it does not it's a lot of those that don't know that simple rules that you stay on the on the boards and you don't step on the plywood that shit is itchy but people don't know that well he won't be rocking around the christmas tree this year no he won't a jonesboro woman faces aggravated assault charges at the police say he threat she threatened another woman with a sword just below just before 3 a.m officers responded to a disturbance with weapons uh call according to the incident 20 year old caitlin s mcdaniel guessed the race chat room oh you all got it wrong she's black <laughs> that's right i'm fucking psychic i know you guys heard caitlin s mcdaniel and y'all went mm, that's definitely a white woman well guess what it's definitely wrong she is black as hell yes she is uh she had argued with a woman who had given she had who had given a ride home to the father of mcdaniel's unborn baby see now you know she black at one point at one point during the argument mcdaniel went back into the apartment and came out with a sword police say mcdaniel then swung the sword at the woman's car hitting it twice and breaking the sword's handle before the man stepped in and broke up the fight with <laughs> what kind of love and hip-hop shit is this this nigga riding home with the woman and she mad at the other woman only rich dollars and peter guns could understand this <laughs> when questions by officers mcdaniel reportedly said she was not trying to hurt the other woman she then reportedly apologized and said she did not want to go to jail officers arrested her and took her to jail because 
you had a sword nigga on a charge of aggravated assault to await a probable cause here and police collected the sword as evidence oh my goodness caitlin mcdaniel why you know they do say pregnant women's hormones be acting up so maybe that's oh, it Lord. it could be Karen. don't don't look at me it's a lot of pregnant women ain't killed nobody now i don't, don't know nobody i follow saron russell and he says you know he like him pregnant i mean it's obviously like him pregnant <laughs> yes yes he but got he, a bunch of kids he said they be angry uh kanagawa a man was arrested after slashing his mother and two police officers with a sword his own mama Mm. police in yamata kanagawa prefecture on monday morning arrested a man who wounded three people including two police officers with a katana at a residence around 8 30 p.m on sunday an 81 year old woman fled to her acquaintance's residence in yamato city's Rinkan district to ask for help say, saying her son was trying to kill her fuji tv reported the friend called 110 <laughs> what i guess, I guess that's, that's a quote, yeah um when police officers arrived at the scene hajimi akutsu the unemployed 54 year old son of the woman you ain't got no job you 54 you trying to cut your mama what's wrong with you get a job bum he cut two officers in their forehead and shoulder with a katana shit his mother also suffered wounds but all three were in stable condition after that akusu barricaded himself in the resident for five hours but after 2 a.m. on Monday, police broke in and arrested him. Police said Akusu had been seeing a doctor off and on for the past 20 years, but did not specify for what treatment. Hmm, I don't know. Sword ratchetness, is that a treatment? All right, guys, we'll be back tomorrow for the last show of the uh, week. So until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.